Welcome to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Together, let's learn about the strengths we didn't know we had and deal with the fears we didn't know existed. And now here's your host, Jessica. Welcome back to another episode of It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. We are doing a special episode today with my co-host, Michael, my husband. Yo, yo, yo. And I have my two friends, Kristen and her husband, Rudy. Correct. Hi, welcome, guys. guys. Hey, well, oh, yeah. welcome. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I know. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys for, for joining us today. So, um... How was your your day? How was your morning? Because you guys have a a little kid. Well, it's Sunday, so we have a little ritual that we have going on on every mm-hmm. Sunday. It's called Bagel Sunday. So oh, okay. We get up a little early. Well, I do. Yeah. And then I go get bagels for us. Or sometimes we go out and get bagels and coffee and just have a little family outing. That's Ooh. so cool. Mm-hmm. We did that this morning. We do you get bagels from anywhere? or uh, Just Western Bagel. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's the, the closest one? Is it Manhattan? Um, no, well, it's the Burbank. Yeah, one. we're uh, closer yeah. to like the Burbank Airport, so uh-huh. we yeah. just go down. Oh, yeah, because you're in Sun Valley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that's became our little tradition, you know. To do every Sunday morning. Yeah. As a family. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. How early is early, though? Well... <laughs> Today, well, because of the time change or whatever, we got up oh, at like yeah. seven. Hell so, yeah. yeah. We slept do you got, What do you guys think about the time change? I think it needs to stop. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I liked it because of this morning. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. But, yeah. but it needs to stop. Yeah, I don't like it. I think it's it's dumb. Mm-hmm. And, and I was telling his brother this morning that uh, I don't care which one we keep. We just need to stay yeah. without changing yeah, right? the time, you know? Now I got to change the time on my car. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I don't even know how to get onto it. Microwave, everything. And then I have to go on YouTube and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the microwave, I don't even bother with it. It's, it's like, like just, quadruple zero. I don't, think I don't think we have a timer, though. No. No. So nobody, luckily, nobody even looks at that. So. Yeah, but like I know the stove. Yeah. People have uh, clocks on their stoves. I looked at the stove this morning, and I was like, what the? I was like, wait, okay, no, we went back. Our stove is so old, it has the dial one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's like a watch. Been on the stove, yeah. Um, so you know how stoves now are all electric? Yeah. Like, do you guys have an electric stove? No, we have a gas, gas. stove. Yeah, yeah, okay. gas. So they don't have any more gas stoves, right? Oh, really? Unless you go buy, I think, like, unless you buy refurbished mm-hmm. or used, like, you're, you're going to get an electric stove. Mm, I like mm. the gas stoves. Me too. Yeah. We yeah. Had they bake better. One. They yeah. cook better. Yeah. We had one where we used to live, and it sucked. Yeah. Right? It took yeah, forever. I, I was like, oh. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. My last apartment, yeah, it was all electric, mm-hmm. and uh, it was weak. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't like it. Um, what did we do this morning? Uh, we woke up at the same time as you guys. Seven. Oh, nice. Yeah. Seven. Um... And then we just hung out for a while. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, of course, we stayed in bed for a little yeah. bit. Last minute before you guys early. came. Yeah. And we went to Dunkin' Donuts. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that your thing on Sundays? No, no just no, today. Just today. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm not going to make breakfast. They're coming yeah. over. So I wanted to make sure that I was here mm-hmm. on time for I you know. guys. I thought we, we got here right at the late. same time. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're going to be late because I'm stopping at Starbucks. <laughs> nah, nah, you were good. Nah. Gave, us an, gave us time to go drop off the kids. I feel like all of us, like when we say 10, we mean 10, 15. 10, yeah, 20. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> but you guys were right on time. I know. I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we're good. Yeah. yeah. So. Somebody's not too far. So like five minutes. 
I think it took us like what? It took us like 15 Seven. minutes. Okay. 12 They're to 15 on the, minutes. Like other side of Sun Valley. Oh, yeah. that's right. Like yeah. borderline we Burbank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the, the Hollywood way exit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So um, I wanted to, to have you guys on the podcast mm-hmm. so that uh, we could talk about you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I know. Um, Who knew we were that interesting? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you guys are. Oh, thank um, you. So I met Kristen through mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I didn't know this until, like, more recently that um, we started, I guess, like, hanging out or working together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Kristen is a, is a photographer, and she did photo shoots for, for my family. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. We did a Valentine's Day one, a, a family one, and uh, two family ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they came out great. I oh, love your thank work. You. I even have your prints uh, in the... I saw that. Yeah. I know. I yeah, like, that's, that's yours. That's picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you guys had any um, Dodger Stadium ones. I do. Because I, I love those. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do, actually. Like, those, those uh, pictures of Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. are, are always really cool. Well, she's got the aerial shot. What is it? Aerial? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. From the helicopter. From the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, those yeah. are the whole stadium. Yeah. So. Yeah, those are super cool. <clears throat> so I was going to ask if you had one of those. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, how did that happen? Um, so I think with that one, we were doing a giveaway uh, for this mm-hmm. helicopter company, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to like promote it and just come along and you know tag us?" Um, so they're doing a giveaway. Um, whoever had like the best photo. Oh, that's and, pretty cool. Yeah, giving yeah. away a helicopter ride to like another photographer or two photographers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I was able to get like that aerial shot of Dodger Stadium. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know you're in a dentist office, too? Huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> At Tanya's dentist? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and I was like, that's there. so cool. Because yeah. she sent me, like, some pictures, or I think I saw a story on her Instagram, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. To yeah, see my work up cool. there. So um, uh, when I started working with you again, you told me that you have uh, a little kid now. Yep. A little son. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah. So he is my second cousin's son. And, um, you know, unfortunately, she is uh, a drug addict. So when he was born, I don't even... She didn't even... She didn't even... Well, from what we heard is that she didn't even know that she was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, man. So and she was so, still using, you know, with him, you know, inside of her or whatever. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, what was she on? She was, like, on Ooh. a whole bunch of, like, drugs. Yeah. And didn't even know until, like, two weeks before. Giving she birth. Gave, yeah, giving birth. Oh, it was, How old was she? She's, I uh, I think she's 38 right now. Oh, Yeah, yeah. she's 38. So um, she's a grown-ass woman. Yeah. yeah. And, wow. uh, you know, she's just been doing drugs, I think, since she was 17. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, you know, reading his medical history, it's, it's just really heartbreaking, you know, everything that was in his system when he was born. Yeah. And, you know, that the nurses had to wean him off of the drugs. Mm-hmm. It's just really sad. Yeah. But, um, no, he's he's a great kid. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, he's in the living room right now. Yeah, he's in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah, missing he's out. so cute, too. You know, yeah, he's adorable. Yeah. Chatterbox, but. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy, right? Like, yeah. what a little miracle, too, because he's. Mm-hmm. Like a normal little yeah, kid. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And 
you know, he has no idea any of that stuff right now. So, you know, maybe when he gets older, we'll... We'll talk to him about it. But yeah. That's something down the road. I mean, I don't know. I thought about it. We talked about it. Yeah. Like, when do we tell him? Yeah. <laughs> well, also, we him? I mean, I think when maybe 40. when he asks. <laughs> when he's 40. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, because, like, he could be an addict when yeah. he gets older. I thought that, too. Like, is he uh, predisposed to being an addict? Well... From what I've known or whatever, it's pretty much hereditary that it can be passed down. Okay. Um, that's just things that I've heard, um, you know, when I've me talking to, like, counselors and things like that. I think that's why I'm an addict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because um, I, I come from a family that, you know, are alcoholics and addicts, so mm-hmm. yeah. maybe that's why I am. And there's yeah. a possibility he might be, too. Yeah. yeah. So we, we might have to, um, you know, have that discussion with him, like, hey... Well, I'll leave that up to Rudy because Rudy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, cause... how long have you had him? Um. Okay. So we met him when he was 18 months. Yeah. Okay. Which I didn't even know my cousin had a kid. Yeah, we didn't oh. even know he existed. Yeah, we didn't so... know uh, until I guess DCFS uh, contacted my mom, and they were like, "Hey, do you want this kid?" So she had the baby at the hospital. Yeah, so she had the kid. And didn't went home realize. with him? No, so no. she pretty much gave up her parental rights. Right um, away. To her mother, which is his oh, grandma. okay. And she was his, you know, um, what is it called? Caregiver. Caregiver, but... Uh, uh, like, I guess, foster parent. Legal, yeah. No, legal guardian. Legal sorry. guardian, there you go. I can't think of the word. And, uh, and then she passed away suddenly, so oh. he had to be placed somewhere. And mm-hmm. his uncle... Um, I mean, she's he's already taking care of like you know her other kids, so he couldn't do it. So I guess DCFS wasn't involved. And yeah. when they were involved, they went down the list of you know family members. Yeah, because family gets kind of like it's kind of sad first dibs yeah. type of thing. So yeah. before putting them into a foster home, so um, they reached out to my mom. <sighs> I know um, they reached out to my mom, and you know my mom, she's uh, she's very uh, I don't know. She's just like selfless, and you know, she. I think she already knew her answer that she wanted to take him in. Obviously, she asked us, and I was like, I don't know, mom, you're uh, 61, and yeah. right. he's 18 months, and right. then we met him, and then we got attached to him. Yeah. So we were like, maybe we could be his parents. Yeah. It kind of makes more sense, and you guys could be his grandparents, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole system, like the uh, DCFS and everything, is just a shit show. I'll yeah. Say like yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a little experience with them, but yes. Yeah. So not for uh, for our kids. No, no, no. Yeah. Just to put that out there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but other yeah. family members, yeah. It's um, just yeah, it's it's really sad. Just you know. And he calls you guys mom and dad. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So does Ooh. he know? Obviously, he doesn't no. know. I mean, he knows me as dad. Yeah. Yeah. He knows her as mom. Yeah, he knows yeah. my mom as grandma, my oh, stepdad okay. as grandpa, his, Got you it. know, my mother-in-law as grandma. Um, yeah. But he, he has no idea. Yeah, and yeah. he's met his other siblings because they're older. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was young. He was, like, probably, was, like, barely two yeah. when he met them. Well, oh, he actually yeah. grew up with them for a little bit, you know, yeah. at that time. That yeah. He was mm-hmm. with his grandmother, but he hasn't seen them since, so. Yeah. Now, how much older are they, the kids? Uh, his brother, I think one of them is like seven, the other one's nine, and then he has a 14 year old sister. Oh, man. and then actually, he has a 23 year old brother, but he was actually the first one to get taken away. Wow, because that's how long she's been, you know, you my said. cousin has been using for. So, yeah, 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 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's very um, brave of you guys to yeah. Yeah, have yeah. taken yeah. that on. Cause, I mean, we um, became parents overnight, so I mean... Yeah, get, well, we got married <laughs> oh, yeah, we last got married. year in February. Oh. <laughs> yeah. like, Michael wants me to do this for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got married, and then we had, what, like a month? Yeah, we had a month. Of being married, and then I remember I was at work, and then she calls me, and she's like, hey, so this is happening. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> And then we became parents overnight. You know, we yeah. get like nine months, and we just had twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah. So. How long have you guys been together before you got married? Uh, I'll let her answer that one. Three years. Yeah. I think okay, three years. So good yeah. enough time to know yeah. each other and yeah, like you, you guys, you're you're not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. No, I'm like, here for okay. the long, long haul. Yeah. Yeah. She's not annoyed at me yet, so. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> sometimes. No, not yet. No, I'm just kidding. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's you're good. You guys are like an uh, orange. Uh, yeah, 33. I'm, 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 I'm turning 33 next month. So okay. Yeah. You're 89? 89. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's 88, so he's 34. Yeah. yeah, I'm 34. <laughs> <laughs> he's 89 also, and I'm 90. Oh, so I'm right around. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah, Fred. He said it's yeah. because of me. I gave yeah. him white hairs. Yeah, I keep telling Jessica like I want, I want to go white. You know, he does too. I do too. Like yeah. my beard, because I have like a reddish beard, so I know it's gonna go like. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do have be, a reddish yeah. beard. It's gonna be a little salt and pepper. So. Well, I just found out his grandma has like reddish hair. Yeah. I was like, what? That's a trip. And Kristen, actually, yeah. t- talking about red hair, because mm-hmm. uh, I was gonna say like uh, we're most uh, Latinas are have like a red undertone mm-hmm. but what where where are your parents from um so well my parents are from here but i guess my i don't know i always get confused uh so my mom she actually was born on an indian reservation mm-hmm. so on my mom's side native american yeah and then my grandparents or i guess they're like second generation but they're parents were born in Mexico. I don't know what part, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Hey, so that's how long you guys have been here. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so your mom, does she speak Spanish? No. No. Um, she could understand a little bit of... So the tribe that we're from is Shoshone. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma actually still speaks the Shoshone dialect. That's and cool. like, you know, some of uh, my other family members. And where's yeah. that? Where's that at? They're in Lone Pine, California. Uh, which is if you're going up the 395 to like Mammoth. To so like Bishop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. Like Bishop, okay. Yeah, it's like the Eastern Sierras. Uh-huh. Um, I only could count to 10 in Shoshone, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried cool. learning, but. <laughs> How do you say hello? I don't even remember oh, that. Okay. <laughs> My grandma was teaching me, and then she moved back to the reservation because she got homesick. So I forgot everything. I didn't really take it seriously. I was young, so I wish I would have paid yeah. attention more. Just like when my um, my grandma on my dad's side would speak Spanish, I wish I paid attention, but it it's is okay. Ways, yeah. Okay. And where are your parents from? Uh, my dad was from Mexico, and my mother was from El Salvador. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah, and then obviously I was born here. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I was born here too. My yeah. mom was Salvadorian, mm-hmm. oh, nice. and my dad is from Guatemala. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then his parents are from Guatemala, and yep. he was born here too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, I always find it interesting because most of our parents weren't born here right mm-hmm. and yeah. except in your case but like i always like to know like where does everyone come from Cause yeah now a lot of us like hispanic people are here yeah. you know so we're american 
mm-hmm. or very much American, but like with different backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. interesting to see where everyone it is. From. Well, especially your mom. She came here when she was like what? I think she came here when she was like eight. Oh, she was a baby. Yeah, so she was here when she was eight with my, you know, obviously my grandma, and they came here with like nothing. Yeah. But they don't. They don't. I don't know. It's weird. Like I tried asking them about like you know their history, but they try not to like talk about it. Maybe it was not a good uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would like to know. You yeah. Know, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me anything about yeah. much of it. So. So you never been out there? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Ne- never to El Salvador. Okay. I've been to Mexico, um, but yeah, not over there. No. Right. From the stories that I heard from my grandma and like how bad it was, they never really wanted to go back there. So. Maybe right. they don't have family over there either. Uh, they, my mom still has her sister and I think another brother out there. Oh. Okay. She actually just went over there, but not where she was born. Mm-hmm. Actually, like the mm-hmm. more tourist spot. For a wedding. Yeah, yeah, for a wedding for my aunt. And um, she said it was nice. It's very different from what, you know, it used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's that tourist spot, so. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Mm-hmm. That it's it's gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever go, though. Mm-hmm. Not, not we went to Guatemala in February, uh-huh. and it was really nice. Yeah. But we did go to a very small town, mm-hmm. and like half his family owns that block. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they don't know it; they just live there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but pretty much they all like they all knew each other. Yeah. Um, so it was really safe. Yeah, I used to go like every year up until I was like nineteen. Oh, okay. yeah, I spent like two, three months out there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very familiar with, with the area. And, yeah. and it, it, it's pretty safe. You know, it's, it's a rural, rural town, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a small little town. I've, I've gone to Mexico where my dad's from. Um, the last time I was out there, I was actually like 14. It's a small little town, too, where everybody knows each other. So it's like a little safe area. Yeah. yeah. Same, same. It's yeah. kind of cool for a few days. Yeah. It's different, mm-hmm. you know? Not, not anything that we're used to here, especially yeah. in L.A. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I remember they didn't even have uh, water heaters out there. Uh, they still don't have water heaters. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know what? Where we went, it's so hot and humid. Because oh. I was I was freaking out a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I, I hadn't been there since I was like seven. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was seven, it sucked. Yeah. Because there was no there was no hot water. Yeah. So this time around, I'm like, oh, crap, it's going to suck. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. with the kids, we took the kids. Oh. Um, but it was so hot that the cold water felt it so yeah, good. It didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't matter. It like you were sweating right after your shower. Like, wow. Like, that's how humid it was. Yeah. yeah. And like, it, it sort of is like jungle area. So, yeah, I mean, um, it's so yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah, it's humid. Oh, yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, okay, so now I, I want to get to you, Rudy. Okay. So you are sober. Yes. And how long have you been sober for? Uh, I've been sober for three and a half years, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, okay. My sobriety date is on February fourth. Oh, so cool! That's our wedding years. day. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're not gonna forget it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been sober for almost four years. Cool. Nice. Do they give you the little chips or not? Yeah. I mean, through your first year, that you get your little like welcome chip, and then mm-hmm. you get like thirty days, sixty days, and ninety days and then six months nine months and then every year we do like a birthday thing so you get a cake yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. So, so my boss is sober oh, oh. his wife is too oh, cool. um and uh i used to have a co-worker that was also like super into the 12-step program and she was sober too so without even like going to the program like they taught me so much about it oh, okay. that like i know about the chips i know about the yeah. cake 
uh, your birthday. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. he'll come in, he'll say, oh, today's my birthday. Mm. I think he's been sober for, like, 20-plus years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, for a long time. Um, do you think that somebody can go sober without the 12-step program? Um, in a way, yes, but in the program, we call them, like, dry drunks because mm-hmm. you're not working a program to help you, like, stay sober, and you're just pretty much white-knuckling it. So, like, you're just going to be angry and pissed off at all your past things that right. you've done and never really gone through it and, like, worked with it. So, right. I mean, yes, you can stay sober, but you won't be living, like, you know, the life that the 12-step program is supposed to give you. So, eventually, right. eventually you'll burst. Yeah, you'll just be white knuckling it, and then at those times where like you know when you the obsession comes in and whatever, and you want to drink, like you're gonna drink. There's right. a possibility. I don't know. I mean, I know I've done that, where yeah. I've tried white knuckling it for a while and not working the program, and I always resulted back to drinking. Yeah. You know? But it could be. I, I could be wrong. I mean, someone probably can. Well, I think the twelve step is good for like even people that don't. You yeah. know, like That's for I, I agree. Me. Yeah, like, I think a lot of people should take the twelve steps, except for the first step, which is admitting that you're, you know, you're an alcoholic or, right. or an addict. Right. But I truly believe that the twelve steps will work for well, yeah. eleven steps, I guess. Yeah, for yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think it's a really good guide, mm-hmm. you know, for it to just be like a better person mm-hmm. and, and a better uh, partner, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, what was your drug of choice or was it alcohol it or both um i did involve a little bit of cocaine it wasn't mm-hmm. a lot but you know it is part of my story yeah um a little bit of pills but not like too much like whenever i would have them i would just take them with alcohol um and then just like cocaine with alcohol but it was mainly prescription pills. yeah is it like the, to stay awake or no like just like vicodin or like some pain just to be stuff. numb yeah yeah whenever yeah. i you know, sometimes I remember, like, I hurt my back, and I would just go back and be like, yo, my back's hurting, I need more pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what a lot of people do. Yeah, right? you have to sign that. <laughs> my, um, my grandpa was an alcoholic. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't do drugs or pills or anything, but he, he would drink alcohol, and, and it was really bad. Was it, like, straight alcohol, or was it, like, just beer or, like, anything. liquor? Oh, okay. Anything. Oh. anything. To the point that um, we couldn't have, like, mouthwash in the bathroom. Ooh. That yeah, was he like, used to drink was, our a, perfume. Oh my I god, was a bad drug. Like, it was I, really bad. I would take anything. Like I was a dirty drunk. Like I would drink anything mm-hmm. to get yeah. fucked up. Yeah, and it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So, when, when did you realize that? Um, it took me a while to realize like that I was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I tried fighting it for so long. I I I kept saying no. You know, I'm I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my excuse all the time. And then you know, I lost everything. Yeah. You know, I ended up, you know, like my family didn't want anything to do with me. Um, right. All my friends didn't want to do anything with me. Like I slowly started losing things and then I ended up, you know, in county jail. Oh, wow. And Dang. I was like, yeah, and I was, uh. What'd you do, Ron? Uh, so this is the thing. My mom actually, like, kicked me out of the house at the time because mm-hmm. I was living with her because I had nowhere else to go. And, you know, her being my mom, she felt bad. So right. she was like, you know, just stay here. But even then, like, I couldn't stay sober. And she said enough was enough. And, uh, Without me even knowing, like, I guess I was just drunk when I signed the paperwork. She put a restraining order on me. Oh. So, like, I didn't even know. Because I was going in and out of jail, like, you know, for public intoxication and um, just, like, stupid little things. So I was just being held in, like, you know, the you know the, the little stations or whatever. The sober yeah. tanks? Yeah, the sober tanks, yeah. And then uh, I remember 
once I got out, I was like, you know what, screw this, I'm going to leave, I'm just going to leave, like, you know, California for some reason, I don't know, I have this idea, I was like, I'm just going to leave California, I don't know why. So how old were you yeah. at, that, at that point? I think I was 27, 28, maybe? Okay, so I don't still pretty young. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't even remember, like, half of this stuff. Like, I was remember just, his 20s. I don't remember 20. my 20s, that's how, I was pretty much drunk my whole 20s, so I don't yeah. even really remember most of it, so for me, Would I, you party, or just? Yeah, I just partied. And uh, I just feel like I lost all that, all my twenties. Yeah. And, and would your buddies tell you anything? Like no. Um, oh, they just stopped inviting you. Yeah, they just stopped inviting me. Um, some of them did drink a lot with me. They just thought that I was just drinking, but they didn't. They didn't really know. Mm. Yeah. Like, I would hide it. Yeah, because because you'd be partying with them, and then you'd go home, and then. Uh, well, I would even party before by myself, uh-huh. and then go with them, and then drink, and then just blame it on you know me being there at the party and drinking, and then I would go home and. If I still wasn't blacked out, right. I would go home and like drink mm-hmm. more. But so you were drinking to black out every time. Oh yeah, I was drinking to pass out. Yeah. There was, there was no like controlling it. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But, oh, but going back to like what landed me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. so no, you went to another state or you. Yeah, no, I was planning on going to another state. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I ended up breaking into my mom's house and they had cameras up already. Oh, oh man. man. And, um, she ended up calling the cops on me, and I think that was like the worst part. Yeah. You know, for like me starting to realize, like that I had a problem because I had to get arrested in front of my mom. Right. Mm-hmm. So. At your tough. house. At her house, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So. That one was bad because they the cops pulled me out. They put me on the ground, and my mom was watching all this. Oh, and, right. You know they carried me out and handcuffed me, and yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, that is bad. <laughs> yeah. And how long after that did you realize like? So I spent some time in jail, and then when I got out, like I'm like, all right, that was like my first realization that I, you know I had a problem. Um, I still couldn't accept it. Because yeah. I felt like the party was going to be over. Yeah. And I was like, no, you know, I still want to party. I was like, I'll just control it every once in a while. Yeah. But it always led me back to, you know, right. being that drunk, mm-hmm. not remembering anything. And I think I had, like, so when I got out of jail, I think I was already introduced to Alcoholics and Anonymous. But I was going every once in a while. And then, like, I would hear people's stories. And then I would be like, yeah, that's not me. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like... Like in Half-Baked? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... Buddhist, man! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I was going, like, in and out, and, um, I had probably, like, a month sober. Mm-hmm. And then when I told, when, when I had a month, I was like, oh, see, I could do it. And then I just went out drinking and went on another run. So you go, like, a week? Yeah. So I would probably go, like, a week sober... And then it just, you know, go back to, like, buying alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd go, like, a week on a binge. Oh, yeah. Or even longer until I ran out of cash. Like, I would just find, like, little jobs here and there just to support my addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was going to say, like, what were you doing for money? So, I was actually doing construction work. So, I would hit up, like, all these contractors. I would sometimes go to, like, you know, uh, job sites that were doing construction. Like, yo, you guys need help? And then, obviously, they would be like, okay. And yeah, they would just pay me like 200 bucks for the week or whatever because I, I would take anything. Yeah, you know, at the time I was just like, just pay me like a hundred dollars a day or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would just, I would just work for that. And then I, as soon as I got off of work, I would just go get booze and get messed up. And I wouldn't even show up the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were you living when your mom kicked you out? I was actually on the street. Like, I had a car at the time, so I was sleeping in my, my car for a moment. 
and that was tough. I yeah. even, I even slept in the park. I remember, like it being cold, and yeah. uh, I would have to go get booze just to try to stay warm. Oh, so, they, yeah. I think um, like when I first met him, he's like, "Oh yeah, I used to sleep right there." <laughs> In that bush. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys met, did he Which tell you like his whole story? Because um, you met him sober, so yeah. So we met on Bumble, and yeah. I think we were FaceTiming because I was like, make sure he's not catfishing me, or you no. know, vice versa. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was like, I have to tell you something. You know, he's like, I'm an alcoholic. Um, I'm in recovery, and. I think you were preparing me because you were going to pick me up the next day for oh, yeah. a first date. And he had a breathalyzer. I had a breathalyzer. <laughs> oh. yeah. so that was when I got my second DUI. Oh, so uh, that's when I was trying to get, like, you know, sober and, like, kind of yeah. actually walk. Is, is it the, the, the third or the fourth DUI where they actually, like, send you to prison for a couple It's your years? Third, third. But I only have two. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, not, I'm not getting it anymore. I, I had an uncle that, dude, that's what he went for to, to prison for. Wow. He ended up staying, like, an extra time because I guess he was making the... I don't know what the wine is called in there. Oh, uh, the Pruno? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you end up doing like four years out there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think on your third one, you get you get some time. Yeah, he was gone a long time. I think it's a year, but if you do more, if you catch more things in county, they give you more time. Mm-hmm. And that sucks, because for that, you know. Yeah, for a DUI, mm-hmm. yeah. four years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you prepped her for the date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told her, and I was like, don't laugh. I have a breathalyzer. So I picked her up. <laughs> Yeah. Don't laugh. <laughs> yeah, don't laugh. I don't know. That one, I have more more questions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get yeah. in. He has to like. You had to hum. Yeah, I have to hum for like 10, 15 seconds, and then to it started up. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. yeah. So you have to blow on it to start before you start your car. So uh-huh. when, once it clears you, then you can turn it on. And then like oh. five minutes after that, it tells you to blow again. And then after that, I think it's like a thirty minute to forty five minute random that it would go off, and then oh. you have to blow into it again. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It kind of sucked when I would go to drive throughs and I would be like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a little while to get yeah, like, Hold on, hold on. But, so yeah. it won't move? Like if you stop, it won't move until you blow it? It will. Like if the car is already on, it'll uh, just give you like a violation if you don't blow in it. And then the court <laughs> system sees that if, uh, like, if you had like failed attempts or stuff like that. Got it. Yeah. And how long did you have to have that for? For your second one, I believe it was a year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, for a whole year. It's a long time. So they, they took away my license for a year, and then I had to have the the breathalyzer for a year. Okay. It's like a two-year process. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of money. Of money. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I forgot to ask, but did the judge send you to a, a program? or Yeah, so it was all on you? Through, through California or whatever um, state, you have to go through these programs that, you know, you have to pay for. So you have to take classes through the court program, and then, you know, you also mm-hmm. have to do, like, AA classes. And then um, I had to do, like, the morgue where, like, you have to go see, like, these dead bodies. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why that? Because they give you a class of dr- what drinking and driving can do. And what oh. Can cause. So, like, a reality check? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, or so, uh, scared straight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. You could have killed this person here or this could be you type of thing. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, crazy, and it could have been you because you've been into oh, yeah, two I accidents? Like, I was or? into, like, more. In multiple accidents, actually. Mm-hmm. More than that, yeah. And that, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Because you, you don't even know what you're doing in that moment. You mm-hmm. end up killing somebody, and then you're sober, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's a nightmare. Yeah. For my second UI, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, I was surprised, because I was actually working out in West Covina. Mm-hmm. And um, I drove from West Covina back to Santa Clarita, where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember that drive. Oh. I was 
plastered from the moment I woke up to I got home. I just said, I need to go home. Yeah. And I remember picking up a bottle and just drinking and driving. And then once I got off the freeway, for some reason, I don't know what happened. I just plowed into a car and that car plowed into another car. And it was bad. Like, I injured some people. And I mean, thank God I didn't kill anybody, you know? Yeah, and thank I, God. I still live with that today. Like, it's it's tough. It sucks. You know, like, I think about it every now and then. I was like, damn, I could have killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But what's crazy is that even in that moment, um, you know, I went to jail for that. But even in that moment, like, as soon as I got out of jail, like, I continued to drink. Like, that still didn't stop me from drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, Do you uh, think that if you would have killed somebody, would have been different? I don't know. That's, I mean, that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure I would have found drugs in county or in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's there's drugs in there. Mm-hmm. There's alcohol in there. Now, how much time did you spend in county? Um, I spent a month. I was supposed to do a couple months, and then I ended up just, you know, getting out in a month. Too crowded? Yeah. Yeah. My my convictions weren't so serious that they were just like, yeah, you did your time, get out. Yeah, yeah. And would you just drink from the bottle, like straight? Oof. Yep, straight Mm. from the bottle. That's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. I would drink pretty much like a handle a day to like a day and a half. And I would pass out. And wake up and just drink. Like that's you how get the was. shakes too. Yeah, I was at that point where I was already like my body was so dependent on it. Yeah. That like I needed to drink to function. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, you... or, or it's like uh, it's dangerous to stop drinking all at once, no? Yeah, you can actually yeah. die from it. I've, yeah, yeah. I've seizured out from it from uh, cutting out cold turkey. Yeah. Um, I ended up going to rehab, and I seizured out in rehab, and they had to send me to the hospital for alcohol withdrawals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And um, do you ever feel, like, any uh, side effects now? Like... As far as, like... Like, withdrawal? Um, no. Okay, so you you feel cool now? Yeah. Uh, the, the withdrawals suck. Mm. They're... I don't wish that upon anybody. Yeah. They, yeah. They I witnessed a little bit of it yeah, when she witnessed a little relapsed. bit of relapse. And it's just... It's... Well, that's why I, they call it, like, you're sick, right? Yeah. 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 I don't even know how to explain it. Like, the worst thing, like, everything... Every muscle in your body cramps up. And then you just feel like you're on fire. And then, like, I remember looking at my hands, and they would just be cramping up, like little lobster claws. And mm. I could, I tried to keep them open, and I couldn't. Yeah. And this is the crazy part, how, like, your body becomes so dependent on it. Because I remember when I would be going through withdrawal sometimes, I'm like, dude, I need alcohol. So, like, I would see my hands, and I would just be shaking like crazy. Um, that is, I would take alcohol. Mm-hmm. I would take a couple swigs, and then with a couple seconds, my hands would just relax. Whoa. Yeah. So is that what they do at the, at the hospital when you're having? Uh, yeah, so they give yeah. you a they give you a, a medication. Um, I forgot what it's called, and they put you on it for a week. So what it does, it's it tricks your body to thinking that you have alcohol in your system. So it helps with the withdrawals. It doesn't take it away completely because mm-hmm. I still went through the withdrawals, mm-hmm. but it does help to the point where like you don't feel as bad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you still have to go through it. And you're it's not what is it? What do you mean? Like what is it that they give you? I forgot what the medication is called. It's just mm. a pill. Um, oh, okay. So then you take it like every couple hours or whatever, and it's a higher dose, and then they slowly lower down the dose, and then they stretch out the hours. Got it. So at first, I think it's like every three hours, and then the next day it would be like every five hours, and then every six, and then eight, and they, that's how they slowly wean you off of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's crazy, huh? Yeah. Hell yeah. I remember going through withdrawals. I think the longest one I ever had was like a week that I just couldn't stop shaking. Like, yeah. I remember trying to drink water, and then, like, the water would just be spilling out of the cup, trying yeah. to, like, take it in. And um, 
Do you, so you have a sponsor? Yes. And how long do you have to have the sponsor forever, or? Um, it's totally up to the person. Um, you know, w- w- with my sponsor, I've had multiple sponsors, but I still keep in talking uh, contact with him. Mm-hmm. I'll call him every other day, just to like touch bases, like, hey, this is well, going. Good. On. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. consistent. Yes. Okay. Um, I just tell him like, you know, how my day is going. If anything's bothering me, like, we just talk. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how. Like a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Just somebody to talk to, and then. And is like, this person? So it's a guy. Yeah. And he's older than you. Yeah, he's. I don't even know how old he is, but yeah. He's mm-hmm. probably like in his forties. Yeah, he's not yeah. too old. He's probably in okay. his forties. But he's been in the program a lot longer. Uh, he's been in the program for eight years, so, but. Yeah. The reason why I chose him as my sponsor is because I related to his story. I yeah. heard his story once, and it was exactly like mine. And yeah. he's been through what I've been through. Yeah. So that's why I chose him to, like, be my second sponsor. Mm-hmm. My first sponsor, he's actually has, like, 30-plus years of sobriety. Ooh. And he was, he's the one that actually helped me get sober. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you know him beforehand, or you met Yeah, him? well, it's funny because I would see him at meetings, and he's known as, like, the guy to get people sober and help them get sober but I avoided him for like the longest (laughs) and he like introduced himself to me yeah like several times and he would give me his numbers like here call me yeah I I just would never call him yeah okay so he's like the Mr. Miyagi of yeah (laughs) 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 well he's helped a lot of people so part of the 12 step is like you have a relationship with God right yeah that's one of the things that I kind of want to talk about because with me like when I first started going in, into AA and I was introduced to it, yeah, mm-hmm. the whole God thing freaked me out. Yeah, I I did not like it, and I think that's what turns off a lot of people. Yeah, to Alcoholics Anonymous, and, right? And it's not even that. Like at first, when I walked in, I remember hearing the word God, and I automatically went out. I was like, "What the?" I hell think most people do mm-hmm. get turned off by mm-hmm. like, and you know what I think? At least my experience is that I don't know that you're so much turned off by God. You're more turned off by like religion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And, and the judgment that comes with oh, with that, right? Yes. Because um, I I really don't think that people, because people are in trouble, and what's the first thing they do? They turn to God, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you're scared of God. I think you're, you're scared, scared of, of that of religion. Yeah. 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 So I mean, sorry. No, it's okay. Like for me, like I've always questioned religion. Like I grew up Catholic, but I never really like I don't know. I never really followed it. Right. Like, I didn't like it. I didn't... That, And this is just me. Right. You know, um, I'm not trying to offend anybody. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, my mom still follows it. You know, she practices, you know, Catholicism. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Um, so that's why I said when I first went into Alcoholics Anonymous and I heard the word God, I, I walked away and it turned me off and then I just wouldn't go back anymore. Right. But as I started giving it some time and actually started listening, um, they were saying a God of your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And as I started talking to other people, like this whole god thing isn't a religious god it's whatever helps you stay sober whatever you have faith in and i think yeah. a lot of people don't understand that yeah right. a lot of people like to call it god because it's just an easier way for them to say like hey you know this is my god mm-hmm. yeah. like i have a god of my own understanding that you know it's totally different from everybody else's yeah mm-hmm. um but it's what keeps me sober it's what helps me it's what i have faith in that i know i'm gonna stay sober what keeps you in check what do you mean? Like, like it keeps you, mm-hmm. oh, what uh, like, keeps on you? that guy. What's your, like, higher power? Oh. Like, so it's kind of funny because it's, like, I kind of found it, like, when I was in county jail. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, for me, like, time is my God. I know time is revelling. And all these people have, you know, this thing about time. <laughs> but for me, it's, like, living in the moment, being present, living here. Don't even worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. Just today. That's it. Yeah. 
you know take mm -hmm. it one second at a time one minute at a time one day at a time yeah and sometimes it's hard for me to like you know rely on that because i you know i i future trip a lot future trips a lot but what then i have mean? to so like i think about the future of like oh shit what's gonna happen tomorrow like, what's gonna happen yeah. the next day like, like am i gonna, gonna be, okay? be okay are we gonna be okay like, oh okay so that's me yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then like i have to remember like dude chill just chill uh, yeah. yeah live at this moment this second the time right now so he he grounds me yeah. <laughs> because oh I'm I'm a I'm a wreck. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty careless. Like, yeah. And I'm very like if we're gonna go on a vacation, I'm like okay, so what's the plan? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm but like, yeah, sometimes it's like yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You just take it easy. That's how I am, I think too, because I know when he's future tripping, and I just have to like I'll text him if he's you know, ranting, and I'm like, you're future tripping. Mm -hmm. Like, just yeah. chill. It's going to be okay. Yeah. We're fine. You're fine. I don't yeah. know there was a word to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to use it now. <laughs> yeah, but that that's just my definition of God. I do call it, that's my God. Yeah. It's just easier. I don't be like, oh, that's my time, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it is my God. Um, yeah. And I found that through Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and so when, when you were in County Joe, you gravitated more to the Christians? No. No? No, no, no. Like, I didn't follow any of the religion stuff. Like, okay. I still don't. Yeah. Like I'm like my mom tells me, Oh, maybe you should go to church and I'm just like, mm, yeah. it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I have my own faith in my own God and mm -hmm. that's what keeps me sober and that's what keeps my faith. Yeah. And I think that's what turns off a lot of people for AA. Because I mm -hmm. see a lot of people that go into like the rooms right now and they hear the word God and I just see them stand up and walk away. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you need help, like just stay, just give it a chance. Mm -hmm. Like you'll find something. You know, it's funny because like in one of the one of the rooms that I go to up in Santa Clarita, mm -hmm. there's a there's this thumbtack, a big red thumbtack on the ceiling, and I've always wondered what the hell that was. Mm -hmm. So then I finally asked one of the old timers there that's been there for the longest, and mm -hmm. he said, "That's somebody's god." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "He had a hard time looking up and having faith, so he put that thumbtack there." <laughs> <laughs> so whatever there. works. And I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "That's his god." Like very literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's been sober. That guy's still there, and that thumbtack's still there. Yeah. You know? That's pretty cool. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a god of your own understanding, whatever keeps And also, like, one step at a time, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing is you need to stay clean. Yes. And then whatever else will come mm -hmm. will come after. Yeah, I mean, right? that's why we have, you know, the steps, the 12 steps. Yeah. It's a, it's a guide on how to stay sober, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And if you don't follow that guide, you probably won't stay sober. Yeah, it's a game plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think is, like, the most important step? all of them okay yeah. what if I... but I think the first one for me for me personally is understanding that you're an alcoholic mm. that you have a problem yes which yeah. would be the first step yeah and then everything else just kind of plays into that did you so I, I know you have to go like say sorry to certain people right mm -hmm. did you ever do it in person or were was that okay to just like it it depends um so like your mom let's say your mom oh yeah like, for my mom, like, I apologized to her, mm -hmm. but because I put her through so much shit, like, it's like a living events that whatever she asked me, like, I go do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I know I've, you know, I hurt her. Yeah. So it's not a one-time, like, oh, I'm sorry. Of course, yeah. of course, mm -hmm. right. So, there's some people that I still have on my amend list to make amends to, mm -hmm. but I can't at this moment because it, it's, I, I, I know it's not the perfect time right now. Yeah. And if we ever cross paths again, then yeah. Then we'll get there, yeah. yeah. And then, um, do you have a close relationship with your mom? No, I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I always she, did when yeah. I was younger, you know. And even in my addiction, she was the only one that really tried to help me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So. How many um, siblings do you have? I have two. So I have an older brother and a younger brother. 
Oh, okay. So just boys. Mm-hmm. So you're the middle child. Yeah, the trouble child. <laughs> do, you, do you think that though? Uh, I always ask middle childs, like, do you guys think that that's true? I don't know. I, I I'm the middle so. child. Oh. But I'm like, well, but you're I, fine. I, I think I'm good. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, my mom is the middle child, and she always says like she was adopted because she's yeah. like I was never the favorite. But you know so. what? Maybe because I'm the only girl. Mm. Mm. So I think it's different. Yeah. Like it balances out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think you're the favorite. <laughs> now I have. Now that no. yeah, yeah. But so now she, you guys have a good relationship. Yeah. And she's seeing that like, yeah. hey, I he, mean, she, he really she, means it. She freaks out every once in a while. Yeah. Because like I said, I was in and out of the program for a minute. Like I was, you know, I was in my addiction for a while. Yeah. So like, and she's seen my relapses. So she right. still kind of freaks out. Like this is the longest time I've had clean. But she still has that worry in the back of her head that, like... Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be there, no? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, yeah. even when her and I talk, um, she's like, you know, how's my son doing? And she yeah. even says, like, oh, like, I get worried sometimes. And she's like, but I know, like, you'll keep them on check type of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but she told me, like, she has anxiety because yeah, of beauty, you know? That's what she told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can't blame her. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you just and have she to... always just says, "Oh, like I'm praying for him, like yeah, and all this stuff." So, but yeah, she she thinks about it every day. She told me, and her husband is like, "Just relax," and she's like, "I can't." Yeah, so, I think that's just the mom thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's it might never go away, but mm-hmm. and she's she that just means she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, and then like hopefully like. It extends for for a long period of time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wish you nothing but positive Thank vibes you. and hope yeah. you stay well, sober forever. What does your friend tell you? <laughs> uh, one of my buddies that's in recovery too. He always says, uh, "Damn, I can't even think about it now." To create a oh, life. create a life that you don't want to give away, which is pretty much what we're doing. Like, yeah. I have well, that's a, life, a good one. Yeah. I have a life now that I don't want to throw away. Like yeah. for my old life. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. my old life was freaking miserable. Yeah. You know, like I was miserable in that life. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Remember I asked uh, Dean and Lisa that? Mm -hmm. I asked my boss. I I asked his wife, actually. Why? Like, because they have uh, alcohol in their house. Mm -hmm. But they've been sober, like, now forever, right? But they host. So when people Mm -hmm. come over, people have drinks, right? Um, And I I would, like, if if I were them, I'd be like, there's no alcohol in my house. Yeah. Like, for my gramps, he always lived with us. So we never had alcohol in the house. Mm -hmm. That was just the rule. For one, we were, like, my brothers and I were, we're not going to be drinking at the house, you know? Yeah. And then my mom and dad, I think my mom, uh, for one, because of what she saw in her dad, and then two, because she couldn't for health reasons, mm-hmm. um, would not drink, but my dad would also not drink, so there was no alcohol, yeah. not even for hosting or for other people, there just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they had, uh, they have mm-hmm. alcohol, right? And I'm like, how do you not want to drink, mm-hmm. right? Like, how do you stop yourself? And she said that. She's like, because I know how bad it I, I get. Yeah. And that is, like, a, enough reason for me to not touch it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. How do you feel, like, if people are drinking around you? Now I'm fine. Yeah. Before it bothered me. Yeah. Like, when I was still, like, fresh to getting sober. Yeah. Now I'm around it all the time, and, you know, I don't care. And yeah. I, I think that has to go with the first step and me realizing that I'm an alcoholic. And me Not being, everyone else. Yeah. And, like, me understanding and being honest with myself that I'm a true alcoholic. 
Yeah. You know, um, kind of like going back to the, you know, the steps, like that's why like the steps are important. Cause I think once you take that step of saying like, Hey, I'm an alcoholic, that's where you start living life. Yeah. Because you're not in this denial because I was in it for a long time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like, like I'm I, cool. What's up? Like I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> like we go and we do these parties and I see that, you know, all these people getting drunk and I'm like, damn, that that's true. me. Yeah. And it's like falling over. Yeah. And I'm like, I would probably (laughs) be worse than that. I would probably show up and still and be drunk and then getting worse. Yeah. So, like, I see it now and I'm like, I'm just glad that's not me anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It it, like kind of turns you off. Mm -hmm. We Um, even, um, oh, sorry. No, no. Um, What was it for your birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year for his birthday, we actually went through a DUI checkpoint, and he was oh, yeah. driving, it was my first and he was going. so excited to go through it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to drive drunk all the time, you know? right. and, was, and it was my first time going through a DUI checkpoint. You know? Solid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stop me. Yeah, yeah, he was like, come over here, like, roll down your window, and you could tell he kind of, like, took a whiff, like, you guys drinking tonight? And I was all excited. He's like, are you sure you're, you're, you're straight? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still having had drinking, like, almost four years. <laughs> yeah. But I was excited because I've never, you know, like... The old me, I would have been handcuffed already. Right. And yeah. going to jail again. Or, yeah, freaking out. Yeah. Um, Kristen, how, mm-hmm. do you go to um, Analon or what is it called? Um, Alan. Alan. Yeah. Well, when I, you know, witnessed oh, yeah, him sorry. relapsing the first time, I think that that was like the first time I heard about it. Yeah. Because I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. I didn't know if he was going to continue. Because, <clears throat> you know, I went out of town and. I noticed he was acting a little weird and like trying to be distant from me. Like I was texting him, take a long time. Um, I would call him and he would be like, oh, you're smothering me. And I'm like, what? We're only two months into dating. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the addiction talking. Yeah. But little did I know he was trying to like push me away so he could, you Do know, his hide thing. his drinking and, yeah. you know, go on a, a bender. Um, so when I got back in town, I was like, hey, like, I'm going to go to your house. And he was like, no. Like, and I was like, what? This isn't Rudy. He always wants to see me, you know? Right. Um, and then he was with uh, living with his best friend at the time, and his best friend was out of town, too. Oh. So that was the other reason. It was, it was go time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and apparently he already had this planned out that yeah. he was going to drink. That's Crazy. How, that's yeah. how alcoholism works. Because yeah. he knew. I knew mm-hmm. my roommate was going to be gone. And I knew she was going to be gone. And nobody has to know. And nobody has to know. Yep. Yeah. And I told myself, I'll just have one drink. Yeah. And oh. I think at the time I was, what, like... Uh, you were, like, over a year? No, I think... No, I don't think I've got my year at the time. Oh, no, you I did. think I was, like, eight or nine yeah. months sober at the time. that's right. Because I think we met at, like, when you were seven months sober. Yeah. Something then, like that. And then that's when I knew that I was going to be alone. Like, that's, that's when my alcoholism kicked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, I can just have one drink. Yeah. So from, from those eight months, now you're three years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when, when I, that relapse, like, I would probably say it's my rock bottom. Because mm. you could almost lose her, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was even, like, questioning it. I don't know if I ever told you that. Well, <laughs> uh... I think I told, like, a close friend of mine, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. You know, seeing him go through his withdrawals, um, like, it was scary. Yeah. You know? Well, first, I I text his best friend, and I was like, hey, like, he's not answering. Should I go over? I was scared. I was like, oh, crap. Like, I, I don't know what happened to him. Like, he was depressed or whatever. Um, so I just went to Chipotle and I just got his food because that was my excuse. I was like, I'm going to yeah. go over and surprise him with food. Yeah. Um, so I was knocking, no answer. And I was like, holy crap, no answer on the phone. Were you in there? 
Yeah. So you knew she, it was her knocking? I don't even remember. He doesn't oh, remember okay. me showing up. Oh. Like, finally, I just, I guess I knocked loud enough. He heard me. And as soon as he opened the door, oh, man, he smelled like shit, like alcohol. Like, I instantly knew he was drinking. And I was yeah. like, fuck. Oh, I think you showed up on a Sunday. Yeah, it was a Sunday. So, Dude, and even, um, like, I, I don't know how long you had been drinking for. Mm-hmm. But, like, even in uh, just a little bit that you drink, like... People smell funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? But see, we alcoholics, we think we hide that. Yeah. <laughs> but even, <laughs> even uh, like, people that don't have a problem yeah. smell, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. But, so. see, that was my plan. My plan was to, like, just have one drink on Friday. Just mm-hmm. one drink. Just mm-hmm. one, like, you know, glass. Uh, and Sunday. Yeah. And, and then it was Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> that was shit. But place. I yeah. showed up, and he started crying. Yeah. He was like, I fucked no, I up. I remember it didn't happen. Yeah, he was crying. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't tell my mom. He's yeah. like, don't tell Jeremy, which is his best friend yeah. and his roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I don't want to tell my sponsor at the time. He pretty much was like, you can't tell anybody that you have seen me relapse. Yeah. And it was that shame and that guilt, you know? Yeah. Like, knowing that I was like, oh, crap, another relapse. Yeah. Well, because yeah. like like I told you, like I was I was relapsing like every other week. Like I couldn't yeah. stay sober. I, I think the longest at that time, I think the longest time I had being sober was probably like a couple days oh, and then I was just con- like I would I would withdraw and that was my so- my sobriety time when I would withdraw and then mm-hmm. as soon as I started feeling normal again like I would just go drink yeah so like that's why like me being sober those like seven or eight months I don't even remember mm-hmm. was the longest at that time that I was sober so knowing the shame and the guilt that I you know I was feeling that I once again I relapsed like yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. So I remember I had to call out of work the next day to kind of take care of him to make sure he wouldn't continue drinking mm-hmm. because he instantly started getting the shakes. He said he was cold. Yeah. He was like very cold. It was a withdrawal. Yeah. Like his whole body was like aching. And yeah. I'm like thinking, oh, my God, like, what can I do? Like, I can't, you know, I can't help him except yeah. I had to tell him, like, you need to call your sponsor yeah you know and so before that you had never dealt with somebody no, like that i mean yeah I have like a family member but and i've seen them like you know passed out or whatever oh. but i've never seen them go through withdrawals yeah um until until i've seen rudy go through them so he was just like shaking and you know in and out of sleep um he's like my back is killing me like everything was just hurting him yeah. and it made me really sad and i question like is this the right relationship for me like can I deal with this that's like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah and yeah. I think I told I don't know if you remember but I told you I was like the next time you relapse um because I was a mess like I had to call out from work like I had to tell my boss at the time like right my boyfriend of two months just relapsed because she was like what happened and I was like oh crap and it was a new newish job for me still too so that was kind of yeah. embarrassing sorry <laughs> but I didn't uh, know that Huh? Yeah. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. um Yeah, so I was like, I don't know if I could stay in this relationship if it's gonna continue going down this road. Because right. what like if, if we this have a is family? What I'm sign yeah. up for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was yeah. like, what if we have a family? Like, is he gonna go on a bender like and just leave us? So mm-hmm. um but yeah, he really um you know, actions spoke louder than words and here he is today, so Hell yeah. yeah. Hit the plug button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was my rock bottom. 
because like I've had like I I thought I hit rock bottom before like being in county jail being homeless like you know losing everybody in my life but like mm -hmm. seeing her go through that and I'm like great another failed relationship another person that you know went out of their way to try to like be helpful for me and I'm just like pushing them away like it yeah. made me realize like dude you're the freaking problem yeah like mm -hmm. you have a problem and it's not fun anymore yeah yeah. So that's the thing when it, when it starts being fun you know? yeah mm -hmm. yeah see and it's funny that you say that because I always thought like when I got sober you know I wasn't gonna have fun anymore mm -hmm. I thought the party was over I'm like dude my life is gonna suck and but it's the opposite it's the opposite way like I actually started living life as soon as I got sober yeah like I've done so much shit now that like I would have never done if I was still out there using and drinking yeah mm -hmm. you know like the things that we've experienced the things that we've gone through like hey you guys have done done a lot in a, mm -hmm. in yeah. a shorter time right yeah, yeah. so yeah. you guys have your own business now yeah. mm -hmm. our own photo booth business um photography, photography um, which that is going good Hell yeah. yeah right it's really yeah. busy right now which is I awesome was, yeah I was able to leave my full-time job because of it good so, oh yeah that's, that's what it's all that's about yeah. yeah that's so a good like, thing super happy and you guys it. do great work i mean no, you're up you. on the <laughs> living room over yeah. here too. i know i saw that's that so that that's really good mm -hmm. you know i had one question or uh, a couple i've always been really interested in, in when, when dudes get like a going to the the county system mm -hmm. like once you're processing all that like what happens when they're like is it true that you, you you're approached and you have to stick to your own yeah yeah yes yeah, so and you, then you, so they, they you approached use. you yeah so what did they say what's up man no <laughs> where well, you from <laughs> well they came up to me i was like well you're brown so you're a south sider and i was mm -hmm. like what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. it's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. So they they approached me and I was like, "You're you're riding with us," and I'm like, "Okay." And it's like, "Well, we control the food, so either you come with us or you can go. You can choose if you want." But mm -hmm. then the people that approached you because of your skin color, they'll look down on you, and you're pretty much kind of like a target in a way, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, wait. So, really but like, so a brown guy came up to you, yeah, and was like, "You're yeah. one of us now." Yeah. But so but, anybody could come yeah. up to you. No, I mean, if you're brown, they pretty much come up to you. But there's some brown guys that, you know, ride with, like, you know, black people there. Because the if they're there. half black? Yeah. So mm -hmm. they, you can choose if you want to, but then they oh. just kind of look at you like, what? I don't know. I, I stayed away because I didn't want any part of that shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just wanted to do my time and just get out. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's... So it's, what it's did like you tell them? Like, oh, I don't I know that, like, yeah, man. Sure. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you were down with the brown. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I had to be. Yeah, that's, it's, a, it's always so crazy to do this because uh, I have a friend that, like, I had no idea about that. Mm -hmm. But so what happened was that he would sell uh, weed out of his house, right? But he only had, like, like four or five plants, put mm -hmm. like that. But there was a girl that he would sell to and that she got, like, uh, I don't know what she got in trouble for. But they told her like, give give us like a, your supplier or whatever, mm -hmm. and then we'll give you less time. Yeah. So she snitched on him. Yeah. And then they raided his house like if he was like some kingpin. Jeez. And he ended up I don't know how long he did. I think like he did a year or two. Mm. And then he, he told us that that uh, that they, he was approached and he was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No option. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Or else you get like jumped, right? No. Or what happens? Yeah. What would happen if you were like, uh, I don't want to go with anybody? Like they're know. not gonna give you food or? No, I don't know. Oh. Did you have to give up your food? No. Or what did you have to but, give up? I mean, you do trade in there. I mean, obviously, I didn't have any funds in there, so I would just give up, like, yo, I don't want this. Can I trade you for this? And they're like, yeah, sure. The ramens, no? Yeah. Well, you have to buy the ramens. <laughs> oh, okay. But you just, like, they give you, like, the you know, the food that you get. So, like, breakfast, you get a peanut butter sandwich and, like, two hard-boiled eggs. 
And then, like, <laughs> lunch is a bologna sandwich with, like, chips and an orange drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dinner is one hot meal, which is, like, the grossest freaking meal of all. But <laughs> Like a porridge? Yeah. So, like, I remember once they gave us, like, rice, but it was, like, watered-down rice. It wasn't even, like, cooked all the way. And it was uh, hard. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> But you eat it because you have nothing you have to no say. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. Is it true that there's mandatory workouts? Yes. Oh, man. So, like, the Hispanic people are very clean in there, and they're mm-hmm. very about being active. So, like, you have to follow their program. And if you don't, they give you a warning. And if you don't follow that second warning, and mm-hmm. then after that, then you pretty much, like, beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's right. true, babe. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, thank you. I was, it's always, it's really interesting how, how things work in there. And, they have yeah, their own yeah. little system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's pretty crazy in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, the inmates control everything, right? Pretty much. And they said that L.A. County is worse than the actual prisons. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see that much of it. You know, like I said, I just kind of... Because you were not affiliated. Yeah, I just kind of like you know stayed to myself. Mm-hmm. Or Did you already have all your tattoos? Yeah, that's the only thing that I was concerned about. Yeah. But they kind of like no, check you out. Yeah, they're like fine. The, yeah, the cops check you out to make sure you don't have like anything. they read them. Yeah, they yeah. make sure if any signs or anything like that, you know, or if you're affiliated with any gangs. Or yeah, because they'll give you uh, what is it called a gang enhancement? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What oh, don't they? They, they tag on years if if, they, if you're gang affiliated. <coughs> uh, well, yeah. like, they'll read your tattoos. Yeah. Mm. So and the I cops think they like, can tell, like, yeah. from so the lines. So they'll take pictures of you. The mm-hmm. cops will. And, like, butt naked, take pictures of you. And, like, oh, man. Just, like... Oh. And then <laughs> don't the inmates, like, call outside to see what you did? Yeah. So, like, you'll get, like, a number on your on your wrist or whatever, like, a wristband or whatever. And uh-huh. then they'll call outside to see what your your, uh, your, charges, your, your are. charges are. What? Yeah. How? It's all the connection. Mm-hmm. Because oh, they, they don't want the the pedophiles, right? Yeah, yeah something like that. I mean, like I said, I didn't I didn't do that much time in there, so I don't really know that much. But like, I know. Wait, like, so they they, ask they, me, they ask you? Yeah, they're like, "What's your badge number?" I'm like, and, "What?" And I was oh. like, oh, "I don't want to give you." It's like, "Well, this is going to the main head, so if you don't want to, you can either get this or three on thirty. And I'm like, "What the hell's three on 30? And it's like three guys on thirty seconds. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, "Yeah, here's my number." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so and wait, so, but did they ask you what you did, or they just asked for the badge number, and then they'll the find out? Number. Yeah, they'll find oh, out. Okay. So then they'll send it to, like, the main house guy that's in the cell area, hmm. and then they'll call out, because there's always a guy in the payphone, which is weird, so they're calling out. So that's what I'm saying, like, the inmates kind of control a lot in there. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they'll call out, and they'll find out. That's so. that's mm-hmm. scary. And did you meet other guys in the valley, or...? Did I meet other guys? Uh, I mean, not guys that I know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're from your area. <laughs> yeah. Because like I heard, like, like, on top of, like, being from uh, L.A., like, it also, like, goes down to, like, guys from L.A. hang out together and things like that. Yeah. Um, but they also separate you for your charges. So, like, if you go in there for, like, a minor charge, they don't put you in there with, like, murderers and stuff like that. They put you right. in there with people that are affiliated with the same charges that you have. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that's kind of good. Yeah, yeah, in a way. Yeah. But it is kind of, like, trivial. I mean, because I had a... A res- restraining order violation. It was I was involved with a lot of gang members that were restraining order people and like stalkers. Yeah, but like a lot of gang members that like violated probation or like were still gang junction stuff. So I was like, in there. Uh, I'm like, why am I in here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, that's weird. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. I probably got that all wrong, but yeah. I mean, that's just what I saw. For no, it sounds real to me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds crazy. good to me. Yeah. yeah. I think the worst part of it was like the whole process thing of going in 
like I don't think I got a bed until like 18 hours in yeah so that was that sucked yeah and I'm sure that burns you out like like you that sobers you up right like yeah well when I went into county like I went on a Friday to the substation and then I had to see a judge because of my violation so I had to spend the whole weekend in that station and then I saw a judge and like you're going to jail and I'm like what Uh, (laughs) so so then I had to be transferred to LA County yeah and then that whole process is just yeah it's bad yeah that bad man yeah no I don't I don't want to I don't want to do that (laughs) I'm cool yeah it's it's tough I mean even those like riding that bus it's a trip like I never been in one of those right so they're all blacked out like you can't even see outside well I see them on the street yeah especially Mm -hmm. because um Sometimes I'll take bad eyes down, right? Yeah. And especially coming out of that area, like, they're mm. they're going away. I always thought they could see out the windows, but he was like, no. no. Oh, you can't. You can't. There's only, oh. like, one little section on the top that you can see, but you're, like, handcuffed to somebody else, so you can't even see up there. So you can't oh, even see Oh, that there. sucks. I thought <laughs> they could see. I, yeah. was like, I remember being like, well, little when and, like, writing, they could see. Yeah. 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 My mom would be like, wave. I'm like, okay. But, yeah, yeah he's like, yeah, you can't even see anything out of that. Oh, Which is crazy though, because I always thought about it. I'm like, well, if we got into a car accident and we flipped out or we flipped, like we're all dying in this bus. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're gonna so, cup to somebody else, and like seriously. the windows are like barricaded. There's cages in there. I'm like, how do we even get out of this? Yeah. So, so the windows are cages. Yeah. From yeah, that's true. How do you get out? Yeah. Wow. And then like they'll put like the higher criminal people in the front inside like an actual cage. So well, like a cell or whatever. There's like mm-hmm. little cells in there. <laughs> It's like caught air. Yeah, pretty much. And I thought about Food Gone Wild. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you guys seen that video where she's like cooking my boyfriend's favorite food? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the the guy's in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, definitely a place I do not want to go back. Yeah, oh, I know. No. I don't want you to go back there either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I still stay sober. Yeah. Because yeah. I already know where, you know, where I'll end up. Yeah. I'll lose it. Now you have a wife, you have a son. Yeah. You have Mm -hmm. your own business. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's that's something to to be very proud of. Oh yeah, real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And we want to say thank you for uh, hooking us up with Omar. He's great. Oh yeah. 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 Omar's awesome. Yeah. 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 Omar's badass. We go way back. Yeah. Yeah, I was just telling her about how cool he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he edited the videos? He edited the the first few, but I think Jessica's got it down now. Nice. I think. Yeah. yeah, we have one like what about halfway, right? Yeah, I know. Whenever we have questions, we're always like, "Call Omar." <laughs> I know that's us. <laughs> I yeah. hope the guy doesn't get uh, annoyed. Nah, nah, he's, he's always been super he's cool. Very like, he texts right away, you know. Yeah, he'll answer phone calls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like I, I've gone through his Instagram, like he's doing a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. He uh, actually photographed this dude that I had no idea who he was, but he's got uh, his, his name is Baldacci. He's got all these forms tattoos all over his face. And then he was, uh, like, he was shot by, like, an AK, like, five times. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, he rehab for, like, two years to, like, get back to where he's at now. Oh, man. And I, he's not affiliated anymore, but, like, I guess, you know, he's just mm. a rapper now. Oh, I see. Crazy. Yeah, he does a lot of cool stuff. Super so. cool. I'd be, I'd be super intimidated. I wouldn't even go to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So what's your, your ads? Put it out there for um, people to go follow you guys. I yeah, guess. for your business. Oh, well, we, could, uh, we have the photo booth business, Propzilla Photo Booth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have we do birthdays, weddings, what else? Baby showers. Anything you can think of. <laughs> yeah, anything you can think of. Um, and then 
I'm not as active on my photography page, um, but you can still check out, I guess, like past work. Uh, Killa Kristen, K I L L. Wait, how do I spell it? K I L L A. K R I S T E, and then three N's. And then you sell your prints. I sell, yeah, I have a website and I sell some prints on there. Um, I don't know, we have to make a photography one for the both of us yeah. now. Yeah, we have a Facebook should. one. So. Yeah. I have a Facebook for it. Yeah, Garcia's photography. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think we put their ads in the description too. Yeah, I'll yeah. put your ads in the okay. description. And then yeah. yours? I don't even know mine. What's mine? Uh, rude boy eighty eight. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. It's like I think rude it's underscore. underscore. Yeah. I think it's underscore rude underscore boy eighty eight. Yeah. Or something. I'll uh, put it in the description. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not very tech savvy with that stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. But thank you guys for coming. Yeah. yeah thanks for having us. For joining. Yeah, exactly. I hope that you guys liked it. Yeah. yeah no, this fun. is so it was cool. Like, cool experience. I thought it was gonna be really nervous, but no. I think it just like it starts flowing. Yeah. yeah. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. And plus, people like talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry about themselves and like I, I like asking it. questions you know I am the worst I don't like talking about myself I don't know why I'm 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 the introvert he's the extrovert in the relationship yeah so he'll always be like oh yeah by the way she's this and I'm like oh I shut down I'm so. an extrovert oh okay. yeah he is too actually really yeah, cool. oh, yeah yeah I'm very shy but if I have to talk I'll talk so yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know that's cool is there any other questions you no, guys want to ask? No, that was it. No. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you. yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for, for checking us out. And right. next time. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Please subscribe on Instagram at It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. And please follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts.